What's up, Boston Baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work, starring a sociopath and a narcissist. And then there's me. (laughs) Wait, that was so good. I missed you. I I wanted to give you a little special welcome. (laughs) I was like, wait, which one am I? Oh, wait, I'm both. Both, bitch. (laughs) Uh, You're not wrong. Did you miss me? She's back. Guess he's back. Mm, mm. Back again. Oh, mm. oh. Gail is back. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop with the Gail. 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 Yep. I'm back. Yay. <laughs> I had the vid. The vid. Yeah. Um, Shannon was polite last week to, you know, address it the way that she did, but she was not wrong. I was down bad. I just said you were unwell. I, I was like, I'm not, not a lie. <laughs> I was down bad. And you want to know, I saw this TikTok where this girl found out that she had the vid and she was like calling her mom crying, saying like, the coolest thing about me was that I didn't have it. And I was like, no, dude, but actually like when I found out that I had it, I was like, my biggest flex was going two years, living the lifestyle that we do not right. getting it and now yeah. I'm just like everyone else and you like I yeah you're right you know what's weird though I feel like so many people I know recently who have been like I never got it I never got it recently have been like fuck like it happened I know I think I think this variant is getting everyone that escapes it for the first two years but you want to what pissed me off the most is that so mystery man tested positive first and yeah. I didn't test positive until like two days later so he gave it to me because we tested the same day and I was negative okay so he definitely I got gave it, it from you. him and he's a little bitch because he didn't even have any symptoms <laughs> we tested because we were going to see family and so we always test just to be sure before seeing family and I you know I'm giving myself second degree burns because I'm wrapping my body in heating pads because the body aches were so unbearable and crippling. I'm giving myself second degree burns while he's over here just going about the day. The bed. Um, the imprint yeah <laughs> I know I didn't, <laughs> I didn't leave the bed for like the first three days well that but you also sent me a picture of the bed oh, and oh. it was like covered in sweat you were like I just woke up <laughs> drenched in sweat and then you sent me a picture of like a wet bed and I was like I could have gone my whole morning without seeing that you want to know what's so weird about that maybe <laughs> I'll post it on my story because I, I just don't care anymore but it was like sporadic where the puddles oh, were oh yeah it was like up here down there i know like certain spots that were like sweating extra yeah i don't know like the armpit was just like (laughs) (laughs) no like a moat (laughs) oh god that was not sorry it's not funny i'm really sorry i'm really sorry that happened to you know but i'm glad i got it over with because we have a lot to look forward to the next couple of weekends so i don't have time to be sick anymore it's behind you it's in the past it is and i had a pretty good I didn't get to update you guys before because I was absent last week I feel like I'm in school I was absent last week um but I went to my first Bruins game right before I got COVID right do you think that's what did it oh I don't know but I I just was really excited because I didn't really know anything about I didn't care about hockey until but now grad <laughs> and I so I had watched Bruins games like on the television and don't, and don't, every don't say on the television on the on the telly <laughs> and every time I watched the Bruins 
they would lose. So okay. I thought that I was bad luck. So for you the stopped Bruins. watching. Well, I stopped, but then when I got the opportunity to go to a Bruins game, obviously I jumped on it and it was sick. We got like eighth row. Oh, it was. We were right there, and we were. We got to have the Bruins on our side of the court like twice. Okay, instead of once. The court, the rink. Is it the court, Peter? The rink. I believe a- it's the ice. Oh, whatever. <laughs> well, it is ice. I don't know what they call it. It's a court during the Celtics, whatever. But you were watching the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Peter, she was watching sports. Okay. That's was, right. There's a yeah. difference. I was watching sports. It's all one. Um, <laughs> one for all. <laughs> one for all. Um, but they won in overtime. So I was like, yeah, I'm not bad luck. So I was happy about that. And I really wanted to see a fight break out. Like, that's right. why I love hockey because I like watching them tussle. Like the aggression. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think I should have grown up playing hockey. I think it would have saved me years of, of therapy. Like an outlet? Yeah. <laughs> um, instead, I did cheerleading, dance, and cross country. I yeah, know. there's no outlet there. I know. And then all of a sudden, Gail comes out. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, but the one fight, it was like a minuscule, mini, mini fight to at least what I heard, um, happened when I was in the bathroom and I was, and I came back and I was really upset. Oh, the fight happened on the rink. Th- I thought you meant like there was a fight in the bathroom. No, no, like, I was not enough f- action on the ice. So you went to the bathroom <laughs> and that's where the real action was happening no. with all the drunk bitches. No, okay. no, a fight on the ice. That's all I wanted to see was a fight on the ice and I missed it. Oh, I heard it was many. They might have just told me that to make me feel better, but it's like an, someone like harpooning someone with like a fucking <laughs> hockey stick. Oh. I've never been to a Bruins game. No, never. Like oh, I've obviously been to the Celtics like kind of a lot. Yeah, same. I don't and, really care for basketball. Though. What other sports? I feel like I go to baseball Football? a decent amount. I've never been to a Patriots game. Me neither. I think I have like a weird, irrational fear of getting stranded in Patriots place because it's in the middle of nowhere. It's like kind of far. I'm like. How logistically, how is this going to work? I don't know. Maybe I'll go someday. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll get that on the bucket list and check it off. But that was my last active weekend. This past weekend, I didn't do anything, obviously. But how about you? Oh, um, honestly, well, I was going to hang out with you this past weekend until you got sick, which was like super inconvenient. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. I ended up having to go on a date with my boyfriend <laughs> instead. Oh, you had to. Yeah. No, it was fun. We went out to what's it called? Strega Waterfront. <laughs> You're looking at me like <laughs> I was there. You were there. Uh, we went to Strega Waterfront for dinner. And then, okay, so this is so classic of Michael and I. We're like, let's have like a date night. Just the two of us. It'll be really nice. We'll go to dinner. It'll be cute. We're going to get like nice entrees, maybe two drinks, call it a night. We end up like going to five different bars afterwards, like meeting up with like 15 people. We end up running into Buddy oh. at Empire at like midnight. Oh my God, midnight. wait, don't tell me that. I have FOMO He's now. like, I'm, he's like, I'm going, he's like, I'm performing at the Grand, like come with me. And we're like, okay. We go to the Grand, <laughs> we're like taking tequila shots. And I was like, we need to stop. Like we need to just cut the cord. Those are the best nights though. The ones that you don't plan to have a lot of fun and they just end up yeah. that way. They're always the best. It was so fun. But I feel like I, I really put an effort in to just kind of chill a little bit, but I feel like the, <laughs> all that shit just kind of follows you. Like I didn't plan any of this. It just kind of happens. Like we were at um, committee. We went to committee after we were at dinner and we 
we're ordering a drink from the bar and all of a sudden this girl turns around because she heard Michael talking was like my RA from freshman year of college who, who's from Michael's so hometown weird. that we're like weirdly close with and she's like oh my god I haven't seen you guys in fucking five years she's ordering us drinks she's like another one another one and then Michael's sister shows up and like we were all there and I was like what is happening but it was it was fun I missed you uh, I wish yeah, you were I there FOMO. how is Strega though it was good I've been to that one once have you been to the one in the north end yes which one do you like better i seaport or i feel like the north end has like kind of like cool old school like mobster vibe which Mm -hmm. i obviously dig and i feel like the seaport is a little bit more like after work you go there and like bring a client out (laughs) i don't know if any of that's accurate well strega north end has really good brunch too i don't know i've never been for they have like the ferris wheel of um drinks i love that I don't know if the Seaport one does too, but I just see the North End one advertising it We a should lot. go. That sounds really fun. Brunch, yes, I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've had a good week. I had kind of a minor setback on, I don't remember, earlier in the week. So I was going to Sephora, like a classic Sephora run. I knew I had five minutes and I had to be in and out. Why do you have five minutes? Um, I had like a, I had somewhere I had to be. So I was oh. like in a rush. I'm in my car. I'm like, all right, perfect. I'm going to like double, you know, double park on the road. Oh, just like asshole. any fucking Bostonian does. <laughs> it's like a birthright. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pair, I'm going to double park on the street, run into Sephora, grab what I need in and out in five minutes, but a bing, but a boom. So there was like nothing available. I ended up seeing this car and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like, a, like four spots in front of this car. This is amazing. <laughs> so I do my little thing, parallel park in front of this car, throw my hazards on, run into Sephora, grab the stuff I need, run out. And I'm like, beautiful, like awesome execution. I made it in under five minutes, like four minutes and 33 seconds. What'd you get? Um, I think I got, or I know I got, I got the, um, I got a mascara, like the better than sex mascara. And then I also got this like CC mask thing from summer Fridays, which I really wanted. So anyways, I'm running in my car. I get in my car. I'm like, yay, success. All of a sudden the guy from the valet like runs out and starts screaming at me. I didn't even see it. So I guess like the, there was like valet where I was and I didn't notice he was like you blatantly saw the valet sign and you parked there anyways he was like you are so disrespectful like okay dad he was like how would you feel if I got into your car and like just sat there like how would that make you feel and I was like I'm really sorry and he just was like (laughs) screaming at me and like he wasn't as if he has the keys to your car well I also I did feel bad because I know that I know when you park in a valet spot obviously they're expecting to take your car so like I did feel bad if I was inconveniencing them but to be completely honest it was four minutes like probably just a little over four minutes I had my hazards on and there was also three other valet spots in front of me with no cars in them, right? So th- it, was, it was like a 2 p.m. on like a Tuesday. Like there was yeah. not like people rushing to the hotel. So I was like, okay, I mean, I don't think I inconvenienced him that much, but I still felt bad. I was like, I'm really sorry, sir. He kept going. He was like, people like you, like you're such a disrespectful, horrible person, like screaming in my face. And I was just like, oh my God. And I remember like driving away and I felt so like just shitty about myself. And I, was like, I was like, maybe I am a shitty person. Like, I don't know. Like maybe I should be more aware of my surroundings. Like I'm a real piece of shit. And it hit me like, you know, there's some girls or pe- guys, I should say people who can just like let things roll off the roll off the chest. I'm not one of them. Me neither. And I admire people like that. Like, I feel like there's people that could have driven away from that scenario. And, and been never like, think about okay, it. Okay. Anyways. So like, I'm going to go get Tate now. But I was like, 
really depressed. I like called my boyfriend. I was like, am I a horrible person? And he was like, what are he was like, I mean, yeah, but like, why are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, you're not really aware of your surroundings. I'll give him that. But no. like, I don't think it, it warrants getting screamed at. It's really not that deep. I mean, I get it. Like, it's a classic, like kind of like the New Yorker thing. People yell at each other. It's a kind of a love language in a sense. I just took it a little too personally, but oh. it's okay. We're here. We're thriving. And my, I think my current goal is to try to convince you to stay in Miami with me for two weeks after my birthday even though you said no, but that's kind of like what I'm trying to engineer right now. Um, Maybe. I could be convinced, but I also, you know, have a job. We're going down the last two weeks of February and I'm planning on staying for two more weeks because of my seasonal depression, which I feel like is like a total valid reason. And I'm trying to convince Abby to stay down there. Are we me. just going to podcast in Miami? Is that um, the plan? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Peter gets to just have to bring down, bring me down with you. Hey, <laughs> I was talking to Abby earlier because I was like, okay, so let's say we tried to podcast like in Miami or something. I was like, I'm pretty sure Peter told us we have to get some sort of like a floppy disk or something. <laughs> and Abby's like, that's it not. Wasn't that's, yeah, no. <laughs> that's not the term. Shannon's just coming up with excuses because she just she wants a two week break from the podcast. No, I want yeah, a podcast, fine. but I'm no. pretty sure there was a floppy disk. You said some sort of technical. Yeah, no, I like mean, wires. it's definitely more advanced than the technology in the 90s. <laughs> that is the floppy <laughs> disk. Is that a SIM card now? What's a floppy <laughs> disk? <laughs> it's what like a like hard drive, like, like a USB. But it's in, the equivalent of oh, a floppy. But not modern a CD day. anymore. So, or a, I don't know. I'm no like <laughs> marketing expert, but I feel like if I was to be hired by USB themselves, I would probably <laughs> would market market USB as like the 21st century floppy disk. <laughs> That's and then great. everyone in the 21st century be like, a what? <laughs> a floppy what? Abby and I had one drink before this and I literally can't even, I can't hang. Anyways, drunk deeds. Okay. Okay. So we've got a new canned wine on the market. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> so it's called Dizzy. And if you haven't heard of Tana Mojo, you're probably a normal human being. So oh. Tana Mojo. Peter, do you know who she is? No. no. Oh, okay, there we go. Normal. Just like an Insta She is. And we, and we don't mean that if you ever want to come on the podcast, Tana. But if you I, don't, then. I actually like her a lot. I think she's hilarious. But she's honestly, I don't know how she became famous. But what she's famous for now is constantly being canceled. She literally has a podcast now called Canceled. Um, That's amazing. She, she knows everyone who's anyone in like the celebrity world. Like she's friends with everyone. She's also enemies with everyone. Her enemies love to hate her. They they love her at the same time. Hate to love her. Hate to love her. Yep. Classic. I don't know. I I really don't know. But she she is a public figure. She um, is I guess what you'd call an influencer. Mm -hmm. Influencer to make bad decisions. Like she's like friends with like the whole like Logan Paul group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jake, or she like was like fake married to Jake Paul for a minute. Oh my god. Ew, I hated that. That yeah. was like a bad error in life. Yeah, I'm glad she moved on from that. Um, <laughs> but so she just released literally the day that we're recording this a new canned wine called Dizzy, and it is white wine only, which I don't understand. I guess maybe it's just like a soft launch, but it contains 13% alcohol, so you can get. In four cans, eight cans, 12 cans, or 24 cans in a pack. A four pack is $25, and that is equivalent to one bottle of wine. So each can is 13% alcohol. If you drink four of them, it's 
again, equivalent to one bottle of wine. I thought this was interesting because, again, we've talked about this on the podcast before, celebrities that just get bored and have so much money that they're like, well, let me use my money to make more money and I'll just put my name on something. Yeah, it's just like such a classic money grab. Because mm-hmm. they don't like, I mean, I'm not trying to say they don't have to put anything into it, but they have like a whole team that can help and they're already famous. So they can just like use that. They know people are going to buy their product. Right. And- her name is on the can, which I thought was kind of tacky. Like it literally says like Dizzy Wine and then underneath Tana Mojo. And I'm right. like, you don't see Kendall Jenner having her name on her bottle of tequila. And you, you don't hear don't like do that. Travis Scott, he who shall not be named, putting his name on his like fucking tequila seltzer bullshit that he has. I actually really like those, but Wait, I don't I drink them anymore that, out of principle. I didn't know he has seltzer. Yeah. What are they called? I feel like they all have it. What's it called? Is it called? Fuck. What is it? This is gonna drive me crazy. You Google it. Um, I was looking on her website though, and they said that it's our modern interpretation of California bubbles. I don't know what, what the, the hell fuck that does means. that mean. I, don't I hate know. when people try to get like emotional. Oh, cacti. Oh, I didn't know that was his. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter now because he's canceled. So <laughs> doesn't matter. Hopefully his sales plummeted. Yeah. After this podcast, <laughs> the sales are just going to go down the drain. <laughs> Literally. It's insane. Um, so these canned wines, they're hot pink and like a neon yellow packaging. It's giving major hangover vibes. Yeah. Like I just feel like it's going to be something really sweet and like it's it's giving franzia bagged wine oh okay like a i feel like it's like a collegey vibe you know why because college people you don't yet have the five-day hangover and like you really should hold on to those moments in your life before you get hungover for five days straight and then you get like the anxiety and the depression Mm -hmm. and like the like don't like have a will to live type thing because those were the days like you used to go out get hammered and the next day you woke, woke up feeling fine so i feel like that's like the target audience because any 26 year old who sees a bottle of <laughs> canned wine that's titled Dizzo, Dizzy, Dizzy. not Dizzo, Dezzo, Dezzo. I'm thinking of Dezzo. I was actually kind of pissed because I was like, yo, there's a Dezzo on the market. Let's not fuck Chill. with that. <laughs> but anyways, um, Dizzy in a bright pink fucking t- can. If that's not bad enough, I see Tana Mojo written across it. I'm like <laughs> hard fucking pass. Like I'm like feeling the spins 3am. Like I have my shirt on, but my like, jeans are across the room and I'm like trying to like g- gasp for air running to the sink. And I find like a cup of water that's probably been out for five days and I'm chugging it because I don't feel well. That's like what I'm feeling when I see that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's giving college hangover under 21. I feel like her audience is probably not legally able oh. to drink. So I don't really, I don't know. Someone should like, it's probably illegal to do this, but I want someone to put out a seltzer and be like, this is like the seltzer that your like older brother like buys for you and gives to the under twenty <laughs> under twenty one year old. That's like that our could vibe. be dizzy because who the hell I just who wants to be dizzy? I feel like that was a horrible name. Dizzy is not what we want to be. It ain't it. Maybe we want it. You know what though. we want to be? We want to be numb. <laughs> <laughs> give me something. Can you give me some numb? Anyways, Macaulay Culkin and Brenda's song are engaged. Did you know Ma- they were dating? Macaulay who? Macaulay Kevin. Kevin! 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 Peter! Peter! (laughs) (laughs) Peter's like, I'm not responding. Um, Okay, so Macaulay Culkin, who is everyone's favorite, Kevin McAllister. We obviously just binge-watched his movies throughout December. Home Alone, that kid. Yes. Uh. When we were screaming Kevin, that didn't click? No. Oh, my God. 
You thought you were just screaming names? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you were just trying to participate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you knew what we, were, what we were doing. No. I thought we were doing a bit. No, I do, no. I do know London <clears throat> Tipton. I do know her. London. She was heavily in my childhood. Okay, so Brenda Song, who played Lyndon Tipton. That is such a random couple. How did they link up? It's not like they were on the same network. So I, so they've been dating for four years, and it's so funny because they, uh, I saw a picture of like the two of them together a few, I want to say like six months ago, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, when? And they've been together for four years, and I guess they've kind of just like keep it kept it on the DL. They've been dating. They have a baby together. So a year into um, the birth of their first child, they just got engaged. So they kind of kept the pregnancy on the DL. Like if you go on their Instagrams, you don't really see anything <gasps> about it. London Tipton's a mom. Yeah, wow. London Tipton's mom with Kevin McAllister. That's weird. Everyone's commenting. They were like, he's never going to be home alone again. Oh, God. I was like, ew, I, I hate that. Anyways, um, so they've dated for four years. They have a baby. Now they're engaged. Super cute. I'm happy for them. I know he went through kind of like a rough like era of his life and I feel he like did? why like just drugs? like a rough yeah just like a rough era you can I look at like everyone in Hollywood um does. but I feel like they've been like stable kind of out of the spotlight a little bit and I'm very happy for them I do think it's interesting though because I saw this post and everyone was comment like no one was commenting like oh my god congrats Macaulay and Brenda everyone was like oh my gosh like Kevin in London like congrats and I thought about it and I was like these two people have been so typecast that people only know them as those characters. I couldn't name a single other show or movie that they've been in. Right, because that's like what they're known for. So it's just like- Do they have other work? I don't know. It's just like when you see um, Phoebe Buffay in mm-hmm. um, fucking Easy A and you're like, oh my God, what is Phoebe doing in this movie? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because she was so typecast in Friends that that's what you think of her as. Yeah. Versus Leonardo DiCaprio. You see Leo, you don't think of him as- um, what's his name, Jack from the Titanic, you think of him as Leo because he's been in so many things. He's been such a success across like so many different movies that he's not Jordan Belfort. He's not um, the guy from the fucking what, The Revenant or Gatsby or anything like that. He's just Leo because he can be Leo. You know what I mean? That No, that's a good point. I, I think... <laughs> I mean, hey, good good for them. I'm happy for them. I just think it's very random. I would love to know how they met. I feel like, they, well, well, think about it. They're both Disney kids, right? So, Disney? Yeah, like Home, Home Alone. Disney? I think Home Alone was Disney. And I think, mm. obviously, I don't know. I could be making that up. Sweet Life was Disney. I feel like they were just like, in that like child actor like vibe realm together. They probably know what each other went through, blah, blah, blah. But happy for them. Um I just think it's weird because yeah, like celebrities that we like know them by name. I feel like you kind of see them throughout their lives, evolve, date people, et cetera. But I feel like when you see those people that you only ever know in one role and you see them as human beings, not being their character, it's kind of like unsettling. Like, I don't know why. I just don't think London Tipton is emotionally, she shouldn't be allowed to raise a child. You think she's not like emotionally Brenda there? Brenda Song, she might be an all right mom. London mm. Tipton, she should not be able to That's reproduce. what I mean though. It's because you're thinking of her as London Tipton. <laughs> like you can't help but think of her as London Tipton. So you're like, how the fuck is she going to be a wife? But it's because the actress isn't London Tipton. But I can't get that through my head because it's all I see when I look at her. I know. Anyways, we have, <laughs> we have to move on. There is currently some drama. I some, love me some drama. Some beef, if you will. Baby, now we got bad blood. Okay, Ooh. so Taylor Swift and... What Damon um, Albarn or whatever, he's like a singer songwriter. They recently got into a Twitter feud. So 
basically this all started um, the other day when the Los Angeles Times tweeted um, they had just recently conducted an interview with um, Damon Albarn and they just gave like a quick little like clickbaity thing of the interview. They said Albarn also spills his thoughts on some of today's chart topping music artists. They asked about Billie Eilish and he said, I think she's exceptional. They asked about Taylor Swift and he said, she doesn't write her own songs, mm. um, which I don't know if that's him being bitter because he's unsuccessful or if he just doesn't like her music. I'm not really sure. But anyways, it started going viral, the tweet. Taylor Swift sees it and she tweet, she fires back at him, which I kind of love. I feel like sometimes celebrities are like, oh, I'm above the drama. But I kind of like celebrities that are like, no, I'm not above it. And I'm going to be petty and like say something back. And she obviously has, she has 90 million followers on TikTok or on fucking Twitter. So no, anything- How many? 90 million. On Twitter. On Twitter. Jesus. So anything she says, like, you know, you're getting an army of fucking Swifties that are coming at you, stalking you day and night, like trying to basically cut you up into pieces and like sending you around the country. That's like the vibe. Anyways, so she tweets back at him and she says, Damon Albarn I was such a fan of yours until I saw this I write all of my own songs your hot take is completely false and so damaging I you don't have to like my songs but it's really fucked up um to try and discredit my writing wow okay well to be honest never heard of this Damon guy <laughs> can't name a single song that he's written or sang or anything um Shopping. To be honest, I think that okay, you know, everyone knows my feelings towards Taylor Swift. I don't I don't care. You're not I, a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. I don't hate her. I I know a lot of words to her songs because they they are a bop, but it's not my first choice in music. There's been some times that you've been like sleeping, like passed out, and I've like played Taylor Swift music like next to your ear, like hoping that it would hoping. inspire you. <laughs> no. Well, it hasn't worked yet. Hasn't you, worked yet. I'm sorry to report. But okay, so here's my thing. Like People are going to talk. Why are you going to feed into it? Because I think it's like a known thing that, and I'm, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny if Taylor's written her songs or not. I don't know. I don't care. <coughs> um, but it's not unusual for singers to not write their own songs. Like that's like no. a known thing. Yeah. So it's like, I understand. Like, I guess if I were a singer, I would want credit where credit is due. But at the same time, like, what you're gonna lose sleep over some Damon dude? Like I, I don't even know who he is. He can't be that relevant. Like okay. Also, <laughs> it's a good thing that I'm not famous because <laughs> I'd probably be bullying a lot of people on the internet. <laughs> like just like tooling around. <laughs> I remember one time that I actually did. They deleted the tweet since then. But one day I was really bored and oh, my God. narcissistic self. Um, went on Twitter and searched our podcast and to see if anyone talked about it. And someone was like talking shit about our, our Facebook group. And I tweeted back and I was like, hmm. yeah, I don't even, I know I was like, and soft. then they deleted it. No, I'm actually going to, I probably, I probably deleted it, but I would just be doing that nonstop. Because okay. So I will say though, as a rebuttal to you, I think that you're right. A lot of, a lot of like famous singers, singers i should say out there don't write their own music but the ones who do it's like a huge bragging right like i know ariana grande like really prides herself on that taylor swift that's like their thing they're like we write our own fucking music and we're this talented it's like their whole aura and i think 
Honestly, I think it's the fact that this like random douchebag who doesn't even know Taylor Swift and is like a singer himself, but like obviously is not anywhere remotely as successful as she is, is just coming right out. And he's not like, oh, I don't think she writes her own music or I don't know if she writes her own music. He's saying she doesn't write her own music, like as if it's a fucking fact. And it's like, bro, you don't fucking know. And honestly, he, I feel like she could have taken the Ariana Grande approach of like just subtweeting or saying something like a little like bitchy but like not even like adding him i kind of like that she added him and was like dude this is fucked up this is literally why i based my whole career off of i just re-recorded multiple studio albums so that i could not have to deal with my fucking record label like shut the hell up and i kind of liked it she had a bunch of um a bunch of producers a bunch of directors just like people in the industry backing her up and they were all like tweeting at him being like you don't know what the hell you're talking about you've never been in the studio like shut the hell up like all this stuff so later that day um he had a concert in los angeles um and during the solo concert showcasing um his new like solo album nearer mountain for those of you that fucking care um he addressed the recent controversial criticism he basically like blamed the la times and said that they kind of twisted his words and he was like they threw me out into like this like blah 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 like social media like i don't even know he was basically saying that they threw him under the bus by putting up this like clickbaity title and screwing him over And then he went on to tweet back at Taylor Swift saying, I totally agree with you. I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize unreservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I want to do is to credit your songwriting. I hope you understand. Damon, I'm like, what do you mean? The last thing you want to do is discredit her songwriting. That's literally what you did. You prick. Yeah, it's like a half-ass apology. It's like, I'll apologize, but I'm also going to blame someone else while I'm at it. It's just like a classic celebrity move. Like, you're not mad you said it. You're mad you got caught. And Mm -hmm. he obviously doesn't give a fuck about Taylor Swift being upset with him. He's upset because 90 million people that follow her are all, like, tweeting at him and, like, blowing him up. So he's like, all right, I'm going to issue this apology and blame the LA Times for it so I can take the heat off my back. But I'm Mm -hmm. also kind of like, don't you think celebrities orchestrate these, like, feuds so that they get more attention to their, like, nearest newest albums and stuff like that? I think people do do that. I don't think Taylor Swift does that, but I do think people do that. By the way, I found Kardashians. The, I found the tweet that I tweeted at. It was May fourth, two thousand twenty-one. I oh. said, "Just a podcast trying to grow a community of like-minded girls that want to make new friends, have fun, and find new restaurants slash bars to get drinks after work at." But that works too. Link in bio, XO. And then they deleted their tweet. I so, thought it was like very like cute and mature of you. I did too. And I which, feel like you've like really grown since then. <clears throat> I don't and think what I said was mean though, but it just goes to show that people will say anything on the internet. And then the second that someone calls them out about it, they like crawl back into the hole. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> it's like, if you, if, if you actually join the Facebook group, you would know what it's about. And you know that it's a great community to meet new friends, which you can find in the Instagram link in our bio. Wow. That was a, yeah, the th- link th- in our Instagram bio. There's a link somewhere. There's definitely a there's link. There's a hoopy link and you can click it and you can join our Facebook group. And if that does if girls. that fails, we'll send you our floppy disk, which has, <laughs> which has all of our socials on it. Link oh, in bio. Link in bio. Oh, okay. So Valentine's day is approaching. It's almost upon us. It's like two weeks away, which is wild. I know. Um, do you love or hate the holiday? Okay. Do you think it's a real holiday or do you think it's just a made up holiday to okay. make money? Obviously it's made up. 
and I know there's gonna be like, like so you hate love Saint Valentine's Day. No, I fucking love it. I literally <laughs> live for it. It makes me so happy. I think about it every single day. Even if this isn't just because I'm in a relationship. Even when I'm single, I love Valentine's Day. But I'm like sappy. You know me. I watch rom coms every single night. Yeah, you are sappy. I like now. am a hopeless romantic. I like dream about like I hope that there's like somewhere out there that girl that you know, just is like walking home from work, like thinking that the guy that she was with or been long distance for six months and just hasn't been working out. And then all of a sudden she walks home and he's sitting there at her doorstep and he has like a dozen roses and he's like, babe, I took the job in Boston to be here with you. Like that is the shit that I live for. It's oh everything God. to me. Anyways, go on. You live in a fantasy world. Yeah. It's okay. It must be nice in there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Very nice. I think that Valentine's Day is hocus pocus. I oh. think that there's so much pressure to, you know, outdo Sally on Instagram mm. and whatever the hell Sally's boyfriend did for her. Sally. Fucking Sally. She a real hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have to stop making fun of people's names in 2022. If your name is Sally, you deserve it. I'm sorry, I don't care. <laughs> and Jessica, Just, don't think we forgot about no, you. Fuck you, Jessica. Jessica. We are fucking after you. I'm kidding. Go on. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, no, I've never been. I don't know. Maybe because I've been disappointed one too many times. Okay. I had a good Valentine's Day last year, but you know, you want to know what something I've learned. Tell me. Over the years. I'd like to know. There's been more Valentine's Day that I've been in, in a relationship than I have single. So, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But you gotta be upfront about what you want and what your expectations are with Valentine's Day. Because men are stupid. Mm. They can't read minds. They don't know. They, do, they just don't know. They, they don't, don't know. know. They don't know that they're supposed to get you flowers. They don't know that, you know, some chocolate covered strawberries would be nice. They don't know that you need to make a dinner reservation like a month in advance at the minimum because shit books up quickly. Shit books up fast. So quick. This I've is just your reminder. Been literally like crawling through like the depths of hell to get a reservation at Contessa six weeks in advance for Valentine's Day weekend. And it was not fucking easy. No. Like, I was like harassing these fuckers. I was like showing up there. They were like, ma'am, you can't just show up like on the premises like this. And I'll like, give me a fucking reservation. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it it's brutal, especially in the city. Mm hmm. So. I've just learned that, you know, there's only one way to get what you want. And that's to be honest and be yeah. like, you know, and I, and I, I was like, you know, last year, Mr. Man and I, we were, um, we were together exclusive, but not dating yet until two days before our one year is actually February 12th. Oh my God. Because that was the first time he introduced me as his girlfriend. But I was stressed before that. Cause I was like this fucker. Like, are we doing oh, yeah. anything? Do you, you told me that. that? I, I remember stressed. that you were stressed. I was like giving him a deadline of when he could ask me to be his girlfriend. Anyways, that's either here nor there. <laughs> but this year I told him, I was like, I don't really care about Valentine's Cause he was like, Oh, like, do you want to go away? Like we could like go somewhere for like skiing for the weekend. We could get a little cabin. I was like, I don't really care. Like, I don't, I don't, it's just another day. And also Valentine's day is on a Monday this year. Like whatever. I was like, all I want are some flowers and to go to dinner. Like we don't need and you to like do set expectations. Yeah, we set expectations. I, you know, I didn't say like I don't need a gift. Like it's, it, I, you want to know what I forgot? I forgot to tell him I want a card. I'm gonna uh, tell him that it's okay. not too late. <laughs> it's not too. Late. It's, <laughs> it's never not, too late. No, but I think that's the best way because it's so easy to get disappointed if your boyfriend doesn't exceed your expectations. But how is he gonna know? 
you know? Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think being direct, don't be that fucking girl. That's like, no, babe, like, I don't want anything. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, don't deep, lie. But deep down, you want him to surprise you and you're like sitting there and you're like, oh my God, okay, I told him I don't want anything. But like, he knows, like if he, this is it, right? I told him I don't want anything, but if he really loves me, he'll do something anyways. And you're yeah. basically setting this guy up to fail. Yep. And then when he's sitting there playing his fifth hour of Call of Duty and doesn't do anything for you, and you're calling your mom crying, and you're like, how did my life turn out this way? Like, I really thought things were going to be different. Well, it's because you fucking told him that you didn't want anything for Valentine's Day. So mm -hmm. next time, just tell him that you want him to do something. Because this is not a rom-com as, as much as my boyfriend always tells me, Shannon, you want your life to be a movie, but it's not one. You have to grow up and get over it. <laughs> um, it's not a rom-com. And the guy, Brad Pitt, doesn't show up even though you told him not to he just like doesn't so tell him i want this and men if you do happen to be dating a girl that's like i don't want anything just do something for her just get her just fucking get, get her, her something. a box of chocolates you could spend twenty dollars and she, it's better than nothing she will be ecstatic i think it doesn't help that these days especially i mean it was bad with facebook it's worse with instagram and tiktok is just a whole nother level like girls are posting and my boyfriend you know bought three ponies and they were holding <laughs> a sign that said will you be my valentine and then he took me to fucking greece like and you're seeing that you're seeing that and you're like wow my boyfriend must hate me because like, i didn't get any of that so i think it's like the whole comparison thing that kind of makes it worse too because you're yeah. like wow like my relationship must suck because i don't get to do all this glamorous stuff I think that doesn't really help people right now. No, I think you got to remember that the people that post the most about their relationship are usually the unhappiest. Yeah. Um, but I always tell myself when my boyfriend never posts pictures of me on my <laughs> Instagram, I'm like, it's cause he loves me so much. <laughs> he can't even handle it. Well, he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to, you know, prove that you guys are still together. Exactly. That's totally what it is. Um, <laughs> are you getting Michael a gift? No. Do you think girls should get guys gifts? <clears throat> I don't know if I'm on board with a Do Valentine's a Day gift. No, because it's it was just Christmas. My mm. birthday is March 1st. So I'm almost like this poor dude. Yeah, just you're like, going to Miami. You're it's just like a lot of, I think, I think flowers and I think a nice evening on the town. But Whatever that's a gift. That, no, it is. Flowers are a gift. You're right. Flowers are, a gift. Okay, I want flowers and I want a card. So that is a gift, I guess. Yeah. And God, I was reading something the other day about how like someone posted a TikTok about how guys in England don't believe in getting girls flowers for Valentine's Day. If someone listening to this is from England, <laughs> let me know if that's true. Because I feel like maybe I'm old fashioned. I feel like you should get, unless the girls like does, really doesn't care, but I feel like flowers are nice. Yeah, I, I am a sucker for flowers. I've always been a flower girl. Like I love flowers, but I really freaking hate that they're just so upcharged during mm. Valentine's Day. I think it's stupid. And like, they don't need to be from like the best boutique. Uh, like give me flowers flower. from Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. I don't care. Like it's not about them being the most expensive flowers. That's what always pisses me off though is when it becomes like a contest. Like I know at work, not to talk badly at work, but any work do it allegedly <laughs> at work i feel like a lot of the people sitting there in the office it's like a flower, oh, delivery, flower delivery comes delivery. in and then fucking, i remember that. fucking bethany gets like a huge bouquet of roses but then 
like Alessandra gets like a bouquet of roses from Venus to Fleur, like the ones that last a full year. Mm. And everyone's like, oh shit, like Alessandra's <laughs> boyfriend came through. And then dumb Jade is sitting there and Fucking her boyfriend Jade. only got her like the 1-800 like flowers, flowers and everyone knows. And she's like wicked embarrassed and she's pissed, but it's like, why? Like, this is so stupid. And then, and I'm, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I can't say that. Why? <laughs> Cause I can't go on. Just change this. I, I was going to say 1-800 flowers. If you support them, that's so dumb. I I've ordered 1-800 flowers on behalf of people so many times and they never end up showing up like the picture. Also, if you don't know this 1-800 flowers literally will use boot, like flower shops in, in your the, in area. area. Yeah. And then it's just like, just order, do your research. Okay. I will say though, one time, for my birthday, I um, I sent Mystery Man an email with flower shops. I, I sent him five five flower shops that I would accept flowers from. Stop. And then they were in order of like bougiest to simplest. Oh, okay, so just like something light. Well, I, the the bougie was at the bottom. I was like, don't. I was literally was like, these ones are nice, but they look expensive. Don't order those. I was like, don't order from this shop. But like, these are five places that are reputable. Because I, I didn't want him to go to 1-800-Flowers. Because like, support local businesses. Support mm. small businesses. Because 1-800-Flowers is just using local businesses and taking a percentage and it's stupid. Okay. Don't do that. Uh, don't do that. And they also fuck up a lot. Do your research. Guys, if you're listening, if you need help picking out flowers, DM me. Yeah. I'll send you my recommendations. Abby's your girl. No, I think that, I don't know. I think it's, the thing with Valentine's Day, in the end of the day, like it or hate it, it it's a thing, right? And I think that, honestly, I've had some of my most fun Valentine's Days when I've been single and I've gone out with my girlfriends and had Valentine's Day. I think that's a blast. If you're in a relationship, set expectations. In the end of the day, though, I think this is the most crucial point is I think it's gotten so like commercialized and misconstrued, but it really is just like a day where you can show someone that you care about them and love them. And like, you're supposed to love the person you're with every day. Mm -hmm. But I think Valentine's day is just supposed to be like a, a day that kind of personifies that where you just show them like, Hey, I love you. And I think where this kind of gets missed is people often assume it's about money and it's not like, a, if you're a guy listening to this and you're like, listen, I don't, I don't got bends in the bank. Like I, I'll be, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a fucking saying. I don't know bands. where that came from. I don't got bands. <laughs> do, you, do you say bends? Ain't got money in the bank. <laughs> oh Ooh, have a Anyways, if you're like, I don't oh. have money. I'm in college. I'm broke. You can do so much with a $5 Trader Joe's bottle of wine. Bring the bitch to the beach. If you're somewhere warm. And have a little picnic with cheap food. Like you're showing, you're putting time and care into that person, showing them you love them. One of the most memorable Valentine's days was when my, boy, my boyfriend wrote me a letter about like how he felt about me because sometimes we have issues with expressing feelings. <laughs> which <laughs> and he did that. It was like the most meaningful thing. It didn't cost him any money, but it was just so sweet. When we were in college. But like, it's not about the money. And if you're someone that you're like, I show my love by, you know, buying gifts and spending money, that's fine too. Like there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that, but that's not what the prerequisite is. Like just taking the time to think like, how can I bless this person? How can I show them how much they mean to me? Mm -hmm. I think that's ultimately the goal. And I don't think it needs to be anything more than that. Yeah. And you also have to remember you need to you need to love the person how they want to be loved and not yeah. how you want to be loved because True. everyone has their love language. We all have the, you know, the five long love languages. I'm not going to get into it, but 
if, you know, gifts is your love language, like you want to receive gifts to feel love, but you know, they might just want quality time and physical touch. Like you have to keep that in mind. And, you know, they might not want to be showered with gifts. They might just want, you know, they might just want to hang out with you and have quality time. It might not even mean going out to dinner. It might mean ordering takeout and just eating it together. Yeah. It might mean like if you're a workaholic and they value quality time, maybe you get out of work at 3 p.m. just to hang out with them. Like I'm sure that would mean the world. So Mm -hmm. I think just like put the other person first and just think about what you can do for them. And if you do tell your boyfriend, hey, it would really mean a lot if we went to dinner and he still doesn't do it. That's where the issue is. (laughs) Dump him and move on. There's plenty of fish in the sea. And yeah, men, if she says she doesn't want anything, still do something. Anyways, barstool. Oh my God. Okay, so (laughs) there is drama at Barstool Sports. If you don't know what Barstool Sports is, you're living under a rock. Go educate yourself. Um, But they have some drama going on. Okay, so they have a relatively new Barstool employee. Her name's Alex Bennett. She has a podcast with her mom, Content Kim, Kim with a K. I don't know, coming for Kris Jenner. I don't know. (laughs) They've been working at Barstool for a couple months. And I guess Alex Bennett lives in the same building as Danielle Bernstein. And if you don't know who Danielle Bernstein is, she is the, the girl behind We Wore What? Um, it's basically just like a fashion. I just Instagram ordered account. a pair of leather pants from there and I love them. Really? They fit so well. Wow. From my, my, my friend Nicole bought them first and I had her send me the link. Shout out Nicole. <laughs> oh. Well, they, she has 2.8 million followers on We Wore What. Um, I don't know how much her personal Instagram account has, but she's a very, you know, she's a well-known person. And obviously when you're that famous, the... Um, what do you call it? The pressure to always look good is on. And so, and actually I did fact check this. I Googled, I did my due diligence. Danielle Bernstein, I'll preface this. She's been under heat quite a bit for getting caught Photoshopping her photos. Like it's not, this isn't just like a first time. Okay. Um, whatever. But basically Alex Bennett lives in the same building as Danielle. So she's seen her. Do they both work for? No. Barstool. Danielle doesn't no, work for okay, Barstool. gotcha. No, but she lives in the same building as Danielle, so she has seen her in person before. And I guess, um, oh, so there's another Barstool employee. Um, I don't know her name. I think it's, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I think her name is Jordan. Yeah, she whatever. has something called Blocked. It's like the segment where people come on and they talk about times that they've been blocked. I guess Alex was commenting on Danielle's Instagram post saying like photoshopped and Danielle blocked her. Okay. Which I, would I don't see probably anything. block that person too. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think you Especially can block. if you live in the same building and you've like seen each other before and yeah, they're like awkward. throwing shade on your Instagram. It's like grow the fuck up, knock on my door and tell me to my face, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So Alex went on Jordan's show block to talk about being blocked by Alex or talking about whatever. Alex so one girl blocked, blocked by the other Danielle. one. Okay. Yeah. And so they posted this video on January 19th and Dave knows Danielle personally. I guess they've like seen each other out in the Hamptons before. So they're mutual friends. And so they posted this video January 19th talking about their experience and Dave asked them to take it down. And Alex was like, what the hell? Like, why? Like, I'm not, I guess he called her a mean girl. You're like, Alex, the mean girl, Alex, the body image police and she was like what are you talking about like i'm just spitting facts like she photoshops i've seen her in public like blah 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 
And it's been this whole thing. Like if you listen to Dave Portnoy's um, Dave Portnoy show podcast, it was like a whole huge segment. Okay. And basically Dave Portnoy is calling Alex a mean girl saying like, who are you to call someone out? And she was like, well, who is she to Photoshop and like get away with it? And so <laughs> this something that I feel like is very controversial. You know, Alex Cooper just caught photoshopping and she owned up to it. Danielle has never owned up to it. And I don't know. It just, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Cause I was like, is she in the wrong? Isn't she? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, okay. I feel like, yeah, the, obviously the story was one thing. It's not really like whatever girls feuding but I think like you said it brings to light like the larger thing of I feel like we live in this world these days where people get called out people feel like they have the right to call people out for things and is that okay and is that not okay and where is the line drawn because two sides of the story right you have um this girl famous on Instagram posting pictures photoshopping on one hand it's like well let's say this girl is insecure and she wants to photoshop her body she should be able to whatever the fuck she wants like why is that anyone else's business on the other hand it's like well when you have, you know, millions of followers and, you know, impressionable viewers who look up to you, you know, should you be held accountable because you're setting unrealistic beauty standards? And I feel like those are the two typical arguments that I see. Ugh, it's tough. I think that, okay, I honestly, and this might be the wrong opinion. I've photoshopped before. I have had a day where like, you know, maybe normally I look a certain way and then I had like three pieces of pizza that night. And the next day I was hanging out with my friends and I looked ugly and bloated and I was PMSing and a picture got taken. And it was really cute. And my friends looked cute in it, but I looked really like not great in my mind. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to Photoshop myself. I feel like we've all been there. I don't see a problem with that to be honest. And I think that just because someone has 2 million Instagram followers doesn't mean they're not like, doesn't mean that they're precluded from feeling like insecure about their body and wanting to change things in my mind. Um, I do think it can get a bit dangerous if you go overboard with it and like set these unrealistic standards. However, this is the key. I think that there's two things you have to do. One, you cannot say, oh, I never Photoshop. Like my, everything is hundred percent authentic because then you're lying. Right. And you also, I think if you get called out, I think you have to own up to it. I think you just have to be like, listen, yeah. Do I Photoshop every picture? No, but like sometimes I do it if I'm having a bad day and the shit you see online isn't real and you know, bless up. I think that's kind of what you have to do. You have to roll the punches because to be honest, I would say 80% of people out there do Photoshop and it's not like big stuff, but like even the little teeny twerks, like tweaks, twerks. <laughs> Usually I, like most people I've like sat down and honestly asked them, have you ever Photoshopped? They'll say yes. But I think when you have such a big platform, you do have to own up to it. Um, does that mean that I think that this other bitch should be like being like, I saw you in person. You look like shit. And mm -hmm. online you look like a 10. I think that is bullying. I think that's horrible. And I think, I think that's completely in the wrong for that girl to do, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. I don't, I just, I don't understand why she had to like comment on it. Yeah. I think if you want to talk about it with your friends in private, that's one thing, I guess like Alex claims that people like her friends were sending it to her saying like, oh my God, look at this. Like, and she confirmed like, yeah, no, she definitely doesn't look like that. And she tried to make an argument that like, that she wasn't a mean girl because like she knows that Chloe photoshops, but she's never seen Chloe photoshop or I'm sorry. She's never seen Chloe in person to confirm whether or not she photoshops. So she would never comment on 
Chloe's Instagram being like, you Photoshop because she can't confirm That's even it worse herself. though. I think that's worse. I think it's less of a mean girl to see. Okay, so like we've all seen the Photoshop fails of the Kardashians where they have like 15 fingers because mm-hmm. they like, so, I don't never understand how like editing your waist will make you give you 15 fingers. It's so, it's one of those mysteries to life, which I think is kind of cool, but I think that's actually less bad to be like, bitch, you have 15 fingers. Obviously you photoshopped this. Then to be like, oh, I saw you in person yesterday and you actually looked like fucking disgusting (laughs) and your pictures make you look hot. So like you photoshop, I think that's way worse. Yeah. I do think though that you shouldn't be catfishing yourself though. Like if you're photoshopping to the point where like people see you in person and they're like, that's a completely different person. Yeah. That's where it gets out of hand. But like, like you said, if you're fixing a minor insecurity, like go off hundred percent. But I also think that also gets into the whole territory of like body dysmorphia, which I feel like a lot of these celebrities are like influencers have too. Like, I think there's a whole range of like things that are happening mentally behind the scenes. Like these people are being affected by as well, by seeing their picture of themselves out there, not looking what they see. It doesn't make it right to Photoshop, but like, I don't know. I just, I can't stand people that comment on people's photos and say Mm. negative things about their bodies. Like I, that just bothers me. And like, should the girl own up to Photoshopping? Like, yeah, 100%. But I just think it's disgusting to comment on someone's body. Like none of us are happy with our bodies. Like we all hate our bodies. There's not one girl I've ever met. That's like, I'm genuinely just so pumped about the way (laughs) I look. Like I look in the mirror and I'm just like fucking jacked. Like no one feels that way. No. I don't know. As being being the mean girl isn't cute. It's not. Also, like, where do you think the line is drawn between, like, all right, I'm an average person and I can, like, you know, put filters or, like, edits on photos and, oh, now I'm a celebrity and I have, like, a responsibility to own up to it. Like, is it 20,000 followers? Is it 100,000? Like, I don't think the number of followers you have matters. Honestly, I think we forget that celebrities and influencers are real people too. And just because you have a large following doesn't mean that you don't have insecurities. No, that's true. Good point. But Okay. So last thing I want to talk about while we're on the subject of Instagram, Mm -hmm. the men, the men of Instagram, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a new year. And I feel like I just wanted to do like a little refresh on like what we're seeing out there from the gentlemen, like what they're bringing to the table, what we're liking, what we're not liking. Some things that I think we should leave in the past, leave in 2021. Ooh, what should we leave? I, I, I don't think men should have Instagram. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Men should just delete their Instagrams. Ugh. Especially if you're dating Abby, then definitely delete your Instagram. I, if you have an Instagram, you're cheating. <laughs> no, I... I I'll say Mr. Man very rarely posts. The only time he posts on his story is if he's reposting something that I did or if it's him skiing. That's the only time he'll post on. And I like it that way. He's like a passive Instagram. I, I like privacy and I like, I like privacy as I have a podcast. Um, <laughs> I like my man to be private. And I also like that he has a private Instagram and that he doesn't have a lot of followers. I agree. I can completely agree that like women are so it's like double. I don't even know double sided. What's the fucking word for it? 
Like right. double, oh, double, they have double like such standard. double standards. Yeah. I saw this like funny thing the other day. It was like a girl being like pissed at my man, pissed at my man for posting like a thirst trap. Yet I have like an OnlyFans. I'm like, that's so true. Like, I feel like that's such a girl thing. You're like, well, I can put my whole life What's out like there. What's like a man thirst trap though? Like your shirt off? Like, are you taking a gym selfie? Cause those should be banned. Okay. So that's what we were going to get into. Abby and I were talking earlier about men on Instagram. I've just like seen multiple posts lately of guys like post photos, selfies, gym selfies, like witty captions, like trying to get people to comment on them, rogue bios. And I'm like, okay, we need to just like rein it in and just like take a second and think, is this what the opposite sex likes? Now, are you going to get laid from posting this? <laughs> Probably not. So we were talking about it and I genuinely think that what most women look for out of Instagram is probably different than what men look for. So I think men, like you go on a girl's Instagram, like obviously think a girl's cute. I think having a lot of followers, I don't think is deterring. I know some guys are like, I like when girls don't have a lot of followers because it means that she's not like throwing it out there. I think obviously most guys are like post photos where they look really pretty and their hair is blowing in the wind. Guys wouldn't think anything of it. I think girls look for something different, but like, what do you think? Like, would you rather talk to a guy that had 20,000 Instagram followers or 200 Instagram followers. Those are like two extremes. I know. Can I choose neither? Um, <laughs> Cause like 200 could be like I, weird. That's yeah. 200 is weird. Like how do you, like, come on. Like, did you go to school, grade school? <laughs> like, I guess like if you're dating like a guy in your grade, yeah, if you're dating a guy like in his forties, I feel like 200 is fine. <laughs> like yeah. he didn't really like get with the, the times yeah. um 20,000 is too many I don't like that but I, I guess 20 I'll, I'll go with 200 if I have to yeah I agree I almost like would rather date a guy that hasn't posted in five years and like doesn't even like have the app do downloaded but his Instagram is just kind of like wandering around but he's like actually like a 10 out of 10 and like super funny and awesome it's like he's almost like a well-kept secret Oh like, I'm God, so glad super. girls haven't found out about him. The only thing I'll say, though, is that I want to see... I think it's a red flag if I look at a guy's Instagram and I only see selfies or, <laughs> or pictures of things. Like, if I can't tell that you have more than three friends, yeah, I don't want to talk to okay. you. Okay. Yeah, I, I need to see group photos. I need to see you traveling. Mm -hmm. I want to see you doing things that you love. Like, show me your ski trip. Show me... I don't want to see you holding a fish, but show me your fish trip. Like, yeah. Show me you on a boat, like yeah. whatever. Like, like well-rounded. Yeah. Would you rather a guy that's, you, you would rather a guy that's private then, right? Like not a public Instagram. I mean, it's not a deal breaker, but yeah, I'd prefer private. I kind of like private too. Yeah. Especially if you just meet the guy and like you don't follow him and you're like, what's in there? That's <laughs> like, no, that would drive me crazy. I would just add them on my Finsta. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you though. I think like the content, if I, if I were to meet a guy and I went on his Instagram and it was all selfies or just pictures, like solo shots of him, That's I'd probably be bad. a little like Cringy. concerned. Red yeah. flag. I feel like a picture with his family, maybe like if he has a pet, a picture with his pet, a picture of him like playing high school sports from back in the day, traveling out with the boys. I don't want every picture to be him like blackout drunk. Cause then I'm like, all right, dude, like you what about pictures of their ex on there? Like deep from Ooh. a couple of years ago. Do you think that's weird? Michael has that Michael has pictures of no. his ex-girlfriend from high school still. Does that bother you? No. Cause he's just like, he doesn't know. He doesn't <laughs> like, know. He doesn't, I don't even think he knows they're there. So you haven't like had the urge to like in the middle of the night when he's sleeping, no. just take his phone and archive them. No, no honestly, okay. So 
to be completely honest, and I might be so alone in this, Michael and I have been together, it'll be eight years this May. And sometimes it's like kind of cool to think like he had a life before me. Cause I feel like we grew up together. So I'm like, oh wow, like you had a whole life. Like that's kind of cool. I don't know. You're just a nicer person than I am. I'm like, mm, you liked someone before me? No. I know that's a deal breaker though. A lot of girls are like X in the Instagram is like a no, no, like a hundred percent. The second we break up, I'm archiving that shit real quick. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I have, I don't think I have pictures of my ex-boyfriend. But it's also because I got my Instagram when I was a freshman in college and I broke up with him like a month, a week later. So that's probably why. I think if I see a bunch of selfies on, on a guy's, um, Instagram page, I automatically assume that he's a narcissist and he's going to kill me one day. Okay. I agree with you. No selfies, no mirror selfies, no mirror pics like men. I would rather see nothing. I'd rather you didn't post for two years and like maybe like you get like a cute picture of you taken at a wedding with like your friends or something of you like dancing or giving the best man speech. Cute. Like post that. I'd rather that and wait like three years for your next like cute photo op than for you to post a fucking mirror selfie. That's a, a no go. I also... What do you think about like the posed pictures? Do you know what, what I mean? What kind of pose? Okay, so there's guys that like I've, them with their hands in their pockets, like yeah. Well, those poses are bad, but I've, there's guys I've seen that I went to school with who <laughs> call them out by name. You won't. I can't. Like, let me set the scene. They're in, let's say, New York City. They're on the rooftop on a balcony, drinking hand, like leaning over, smoking a cigar. Just oh like, no! If they're putting the that light, much effort, the into light the is photo, hitting them no. just right, no. and it's like, I don't know what it is. It's like a like good, a staged photo. They look yes, like what girls do. Yes, that's they look good. Like they look hot. Like I'm happy no. for them. But I see that and I why cringe. do you care that much? And in my head, I'm like, wait, why do I feel this way? Because that's so <laughs> so like sexist because if a girl does that I'm like oh my god she looks awesome good for her and we know the shit that that bitch went through for that photo but I'm not cringing when I see a picture of a girl and it hit me earlier it's because when a guy is scrolling through Instagram and he sees a hot picture of a girl um he's like all right yeah she looks good double taps it whatever he's not like oh what did she do to get that picture because he's a guy and he's stupid and he's just like oh that's just what she looks like um i feel like when i'm a girl and i see a picture of a guy where it's like wicked staged and posed i know what he went through to get that picture like i know that his friend johnny took 320 photos for him to get the perfect shot and that makes me feel so uncomfortable like knowing that information no uh, no men aren't supposed to care about their social media yeah like i want the guy when they do care he's gonna be the one that's like better looking than i am puts more effort into his appearance there's nothing wrong with that but like i don't that just strikes me as pretty boy and i don't want to date a pretty boy yeah, I just like don't need that in my life, I don't think. And I also, no. you, you and I have talked about this. We're not into like the male influencers. Like no. I know some girls that are, they're like this guy, like I'm obsessed with him. And like, I feel like I've never seen a guy that's routinely posting pictures without his shirt on. Like I've never been like, wow, like that's the guy. There he mm-hmm. is. Peter, what was the last thing you posted? <laughs> He's like a topless photo in the, in the <laughs> was pose. Very topless, yeah. <laughs> Very posed. Um well, I don't really post on my personal account that much anymore because I focus all my effort towards my music one. Yeah. And that's really yourself. just kind of like branding myself. Yeah. You you post like, I feel like I see you post like your DJing photos, which that's cool. That, that's your, that's, that's your job. job. That's, that's cool. That's your work Instagram. What's on your personal Instagram though? Uh, let's see. I think <laughs> I check all the boxes. 
Oh, that you guys like you don't saying. do anything that we just said. <laughs> He's like, I check every or box you of the do things everything. that you guys don't. The last like. post was August twenty third, twenty twenty. Oh, actually, it was cl- well this past summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and a group of friends Aye. at Miami Beach. Okay, okay so, so you fun. have friends and you travel. Let's well go. done, yeah. Peter. Your Next fun. one's me riding a statue of a seal. In Marvel Wait, what? Peter, 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 what? We'll, we'll talk offline. Right. <laughs> we may need to Try archive a couple. Well, the next, next one is me riding a seal. You're horse. doing so the well, The one before Peter. that is a cannon from Bermuda shooting right into my face. How's that? I don't know. I'll quit while I'm ahead. Yeah, you guys can Peter, finish. Peter, you should you, you should have just left it at the the Miami guys pick. We would have been oh. we would have been off to the races. Rats. No pun intended. Rats. Oh. Anyways, that's all we had for you guys this week (laughs) thank you for tuning in to another episode it it was good to be back i might have been a little rusty but it was good it was it was nice to have you here thanks for having me yes valentine's (laughs) day is approaching men if you took anything away from this podcast make those fucking valentine's day reservations Mm -hmm. get her flowers even if they're fake just do something (laughs) love no even yeah i'll take a succulent yeah 100 percent. and get something for your side hose too i feel like they don't get enough credit this they don't get enough credit this season between cuffing season the holidays they're they're feeling down I feel like no one's looking out for them. So just give your side host some love this season. We'll see you guys next week. You can follow. You do. You do the plot. Oh, thank I, you. I tried last week. I know. It was it was not, a plus for effort. It's not good. Uh, if you like, if you like what you heard and you want to see more of us, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. We have taken our New Year's resolution or goal off to a great start. We're posting a lot on TikTok. It's at drinks after work. No underscore. Give us a follow. Join our private Facebook group. We have almost 5,000 girls in the Boston area looking to make new friends. Find your next baddie today. Become a baddie. Find your next friend. Ooh, find your next baddie today. Find, yeah, find <laughs> a baddie. Find a baddie. Friend. Become a baddie. Find a baddie. <laughs> and that's all we have. See you guys next week. Toodles. Bye.